you feel you're not going down the right path, take a look at your balance between both research and the movement. I think it's important to note how fast you feel you're going. And trust me, it's okay to go slowly but surely because you will get there, but don't get comfortable in that. If you feel you're going the wrong way at like 100 miles per hour, which by the way, have you ever considered competing? Cause like if someone can run that fast, yo, you'd be winning a lot of awards. But truly take a moment and be aware of the direction you are heading. This may be your wake up call to stop running and turn around. Hello, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode on The Ambitious Podcast. My name is Julius Yakovs. I am an actor, model, just all around creative. I love photography. I love to write. Y'all know the spiel. If you've been on here, if you haven't, hi, I'm so happy that you're here and listening to this very episode. I so believe that things happen for a reason and I'm really excited to bring you value today. I built this community specifically for other artists and creatives in the world looking for a safe space to be able to create, share, learn, and I'm hoping to learn from you just as much as I hope that I provide value for you as well. So here we are doing this thing. Before I get started off, I did want to start off this podcast by saying that although the Black Lives Matter movement week of silence stopped, doesn't mean the issues at hand have too. So please, if you haven't taken the time already, donate, listen, learn about how we can further attain a more safe and diverse society. If you have already taken the time, hey, Good on you, do some more. We all need to continue learning and actively seek to support the black community. I don't wanna dive back into episodes and podcasts, posts, videos, dismissing the fact that we still have a lot of work to do. I feel it is our responsibilities as allies to keep it in conversation. So that's what I'm gonna be doing. Even if that means I put this in front of every episode as a friendly ass reminder, I will, cause black lives matter, non-negotiable, non-controversial. And without further ado, we're just going to dive on into it. Today, we're going to be talking about research versus action. There's a handful of influencers and successful people of the industry saying, do your research, while the other handful are saying, don't think, take action. And then there are those few stragglers in the middle that say both. And those statements are two contrasting statements. Research planning and goal setting for me falls into one category because they require a lot of mental strain and focus trying to systematically find answers to our burning creative questions. There's normally a lot of hows and whys in the mix, like how am I going to get my foot in the door? Why did Rachel McAdams choose to play Allie as a strong, sexy, vibrant character versus a more naive and delicate character in the notebook? How do you follow a creative schedule when you're constantly working a nine to five job? Questions like that. You sit on your little tuchus and you start browsing the web looking for other people who might have the answers that are sharing the answers with you. I think it is critical to know what direction to be going, but we need to be careful that we don't fall into the trap of getting lost and just constantly researching without taking steps towards the thing that we are trying to achieve. I recently had a conversation with a friend of mine who was struggling to find clarity in their career and life. So I recommended a book, High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard, as well as Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Forleo. 
Come on, it's a given. They're really good. I love those two books. One is very specific in the psychology aspect, which is high performance habits. It gives you statistics. It gives you everything that you need, basically a roadmap of how you can become successful by doing these habits. And I think they're very important to know these are the how to's. So I highly suggest this book as well as everything is figure outable. You start to take the things that you know and learn and start plugging it in personally by her exercises as well as encouragement and all of her quotes and all of her studies as well. I love those two books and I love them paired together. I thought this suggestion would be very beneficial for their sake in giving a clear direction for their personal situation. So we spent time together and constantly started running through ideas as to why everything is still foggy and it still felt like nothing had really progressed between the times that they were reading the book and we were talking about it. So one day I decided to ask the question, have you been doing the exercises in the books you're reading? In which they replied, no, I'm just writing them down and I'm gonna come back to them later. Ding, 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 ding. The intent is there, the knowledge is there, but the steps that haven't been taken to reach your destination haven't been taken until you decide to actually make a change and stop letting five years worth of self-help books of time pass you by, you will never get what you want. By all means, do the research. Learn how your body, your mind, your spirit need to be led, but execution is just as important and just as heavy is so important. I've never been good at algebra, but I know the missing number to your successful equation is the execution. Now, on the other hand, don't think, quick, take action. Is the other side of the spectrum completely? Jump in, don't think, just do. What we end up lacking in that is intentionality, which I believe can make or break whatever you are trying to attain in life. I have plenty of crazy ideas, and there's a lot going through this noggin of mine, but also, some of those wild ideas can distract me from the things that I need to prioritize instead. It's true, I could not think about my student loans and go on a trip to Maui and vlog style the shit out of that trip, but the problems don't just go away. Plus, it would probably not be the best financial decision to make because instead of using that money to progress to financial freedom, I would be choosing to follow instinct over intent and I would be looking at the short term versus the long term. I think taking action is helpful and in certain situations I can agree that sometimes you have to just make a quick decision. I'm currently reading a book by Tony Robbins. It's called Awaken the Giant Within and he talks about jumping onto your opportunities, jumping into your decisions wholeheartedly, believing that you can do them. And to a certain extent, I do believe he is correct. If you are wavering on decisions and you've had decisions on your mind for a very long time, you need to make a decision. If you know in your heart that it is right, jump into it by all means, especially if you have been weighing on the pros and cons for weeks, months, even years. Stop thinking and take action. But I don't believe that it applies to all situations or circumstances. You could always leap at the next thing, but if it takes you further away from your destiny, and best self, it is not worth it. Do I think that either of those actions between strictly taking action or researching is bad? No, 
I don't. I think you need both in order to be able to attain success, in order to continue to do the things that you need to do. That's how people learn. That's how people grow is learning and using it. And what I might suggest to you is a little more work and maybe will require more effort in keeping up with the balance. But I think we should strive towards intentional, active research and execution. It is not one or the other. It is indeed both. We need both in small doses. If you can execute a balance of both systematic research and taking quick action, you will grow. You will learn so much and come closer to the future that has felt so distant yesterday. It cannot be one or the other because success and goal crushing is not a passive practice. It's getting your hands dirty and digging deep. It's about expanding your knowledge and sprinting towards the finish line. One example I can say is when my best friend and I, who is my roommate, we moved to New York City from Los Angeles, California. That was a big move for us. And the decision came about sitting on the couch eating food, wondering what's next for our lives. And one day I just said, why don't we move to New York? Why can't it be today? And within the next week, we made the decision and bought the tickets without a place to live, without a job aligned, just a plane ticket, a way to get here, and the decision to do the best we can. We put ourselves in that situation, but it was systematic. We did do all of the research that we needed to do in order to move from one coast to another, but we also didn't wait. We took action immediately. Once we made a decision and it became a yes, we were running towards that dream of ours and we couldn't wait to get there. And I will never look back and wish I was anywhere else. I have learned so much about myself without that decision and without learning and continuing to dream and taking active decisions on, we would have never got here. So if you are struggling to figure out which trap you might be falling into, whether it's too much research or not enough equipped time to set intention. I've got just a few questions for you to ask yourself and we'll try and figure it out together. Just some things to ponder about. So I guess number one is at the end of the day, do I feel that I did all that I can? Do I feel accomplished? Have I taken enough steps in the right direction to set myself up for my destiny? Am I overwhelmed by all of the knowledge and information that I have that I don't know what direction to go towards? If you have answered no to any of these questions, there may be a significant imbalance weighing heavily on your researcher side. Put your work pants on. I think of like gardening overalls for myself. That's just me. And start taking time to really dive into your projects. If you have a lot going on around you and just in your mind, pick one. Try it out. The beautiful thing about life is you can always change your circumstances. If one does not work, let it go. Try something new. Another question or series of questions that fall under this category would be, am I walking, jogging, or running towards my destination? Or am I getting off track and heading into the street that ironically is having a parade that way? fighting to get past candy throwers, giant trucks made entirely out of flowers, and that guy playing the tuba. 
Am I actively moving and executing? If you feel you're not going down the right path, take a look at your balance between both research and the movement. I think it's important to note how fast you feel you're going. And trust me, it's okay to go slowly but surely because you will get there, but don't get comfortable in that. If you feel you're going the wrong way at like 100 miles per hour, which by the way, have you ever considered competing? Cause like if someone can run that fast, yo, you'd be winning a lot of awards. But truly take a moment and be aware of the direction you are heading. This may be your wake up call to stop running and turn around. Number three, am I jumping into things too quickly that if I had taken a little longer to consider, maybe I would have found a better outcome? If you answered yes, that is an issue that is action based. Number four, have I been taking on so many projects that I have lost the significance of why I was doing it in the first place? Now this can fall under both, but if you're only taking on projects behind learning, and not executing and it's becoming overwhelming, consider stepping back and looking at the bigger picture. How can I better attain my goals with actions? If you are exasperated because it's a constant go, 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 so many projects, so little time for, well, anything, learn about setting more intentional projects in the future in smaller chunks versus everything all at once. So to avoid falling into the trap of having too much of one thing or the other, now that you have an idea of which one you fall under, I have discovered what has worked for me and how I can constantly remind myself to do those things. So number one is checking in with yourself. An example I have of that is every Sunday, I follow a structure that Brendan Burchard, which I had mentioned, his book, High Performance Habits, for maintaining balance by scoring honestly from a one to 10 in different areas of your life. I have found it ridiculously helpful to know where I'm at and where I can improve, like my mission, my work, my spirituality, my relationships, just et cetera, et cetera. But also coming back to your goals and reminding yourself what the end result looks like, feels like, tastes like. Mine tastes a little like cotton candy. But be specific in what you want to the 10th degree. Make sure it is constantly at the forefront of your brain. Without it, you can fall into going down the wrong path or getting distracted along the way. Do weekly reviews. It gives you so much clarity, I promise. It sounds redundant and mildly annoying trying to incorporate it, but boy oh boy, it works. It's like you got hit with a clarity stick from the heavens, I promise. So try that out, check in with yourself. Number two, if you have been researching and researching for days on end and you look back and you find there was very little action that was taken throughout those few days, then maybe it's time to take one of the projects that you were hoping to work on, the exercises that you've been putting off, the projects you've been putting off, the thing that you're really excited about, and just try. They don't have to be successful either. They can be a trial and error, but you have to try at something. You can't just learn and watch other people do it and move on. The more practice in those things you learn, the more you will find you are attaining and retaining all that you need to continue educating yourself further and making steps towards your future. Number three, make a fucking decision. Don't be passive in the things you love and desire. 
The longer you sit in indecisiveness, the more you will get comfortable there. We have to program our minds to make decisions. Even if you find out along the road it was the wrong choice, it was the wrong decision, we have to make one. You live and you learn or you're just staying stagnant, which is B to the oaring, boring. Number four, lastly, and this one kind of goes along with number three, but know exactly what you want because that is your North Star. So I hope this has given you some clarity, some ideas, and a new perspective. It's a learning process. Nothing is easy, nothing comes easy, and the best things in life come with a lot of hard work, but you gotta learn a lot about yourself. I realize that a lot of successful people, as I continue to read about them and read their biographies and read people who have done studies on them, and you find a lot of people saying that they have a lot of mental clarity. They know their direction. They are balanced in all different types of areas and learn to maintain that balance. And I want to be like that. Thank you so much for listening and taking in all this information. I really do appreciate it. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being here. And if you'd like to join the community and continue being a part of this community, please, by all means, find us on Instagram. That is The Ambitious Podcast, all one word, on Instagram, as well as subscribing to the podcast. If you're interested, leave a review. I would highly and greatly appreciate it. I love my listeners. I love you guys. Keep doing you. Keep creating. Don't forget to be bold, be brave, be wonderful, be you. And I will catch you in another episode on Ambitious.